Welcome back to the newest episode of High School Transcript. We had an opportunity to sit down with our new art teacher here at Lakeside, Miss Jaggard, and hear her story, and we hope you guys will enjoy giving it a listen. Um, I went to Simi High in Simi Valley, so Los Angeles area, I guess. You're from around here. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what, what were you like back in high school, back in the day? What kind of student were you, and were you like involved in high school? Did you play any sports? Um, in high school, uh, not really. I was really like an artsy, craftsy kind of kid in high school. Um, I didn't play any sports. I wasn't in any clubs. Um, and really, you know, I was a really good student and got really good grades, but I was just more of like the quiet student in the back of the room, you know, doing my work, but doodling like all over the edges of my papers. And um, yeah, so I wasn't really that involved until my senior year of high school. Did you know back then that you wanted a career in art? Or even if you didn't know that you wanted to be a teacher, did you know that you wanted to pursue art later in life? Or Yeah, I think I always, um, like I always liked creating. I always liked making stuff with my hands. Um, so I knew I wanted something art related, um, but I didn't, I didn't really think of teaching as something that I was gonna do later on. I didn't see myself as a teacher whatsoever. So did you take a lot of art classes and just like focus on art basically through high school or is like there anything else that had your interest back then? Um, yeah, it was mostly art classes. I mean, I took drawing and painting classes. I took um, a few ceramics classes. I um, even took like a set design type class where we were making sets for plays. Um, After high school, like what did that look like for you? Um, when I graduated high school, I, um, I wanted to go to art school, really, and my parents were insistent that I went to like a four-year university. So I went to Cal State Channel Islands, and I was like, well, if I'm gonna study something and it has to be four years, it's gonna be art, because that was what was interesting to me. Um, so I didn't really have like a career plan in mind, um, which I probably should have gone in with like, you know, if I wanted to be animator or you know do digital design or something like that, I probably could have found a career more um, but I was doing more studio art, so painting, and I really loved ceramics. Um, so I was doing that for my bachelor's. What was the student life or like the environment at Channel Islands? Um, I it was I feel like when I went there, it was a pretty new university, um, and it was more of like we called it kind of a commuter school. I lived on campus like my first my freshman year there and then after that I was I was working so I got a job at a, um, a company called Countrywide Home Loans which later got bought out by Bank of America um, so I was kind of working in an office and going to school full-time um, and so it was, it was a lot of driving but I I was mostly you know again I wasn't really involved in sports or, or clubs or anything at my university um, but I, you could always find me in the art department rooms somewhere in there <laughs> um, which it was fun I liked college and my classes were really small which was cool I think my freshman year like biology 101 class there was nine kids in it which was awesome because you got that kind of one-on-one um, attention from the teacher and um, it was just kind of cool because everybody knew each other. At what point did you decide that you wanted to get involved in education and become a teacher and like what caused that? Um, it wasn't until after I, I, I graduated with my bachelor's and I was still working you know my office job and um, I went um, my a friend of mine mom's had me go 
to visit. She was a Spanish teacher at a high school, and she was kind of like, well, our ceramics teacher is going to be retiring. You should come, just come to her classroom, just come see it kind of thing. And I was kind of like, well, okay. And so I, I went to visit, and I was kind of like, wait, like, what am I like? What am I doing working in an office? Like I should I, I should become a teacher. Like what am I doing? I could do art you know art projects with kids all day and um, not sit at a, a desk or a cubicle. And um, so that was kind of like the turning point where I decided like I, I'll go back to school. And so I um, applied to a credential program and went went and did my student teaching and. Um, my first year of teaching, I, f I finished doing my master's thesis and got my master's degree. Um, and kind of, I've just have loved it really ever since. And how long have you been teaching? This is my sixth year now. So not very long, but um, it goes by really fast, I feel like. What's your favorite type of art? Oh, um, I really love surrealism. And... Um, just like the combination of realistic with the dreamlike type feel to it. Um, so surrealism is one of my favorites. I love Salvador Dali. He's one of my favorite um, artists. But um, I, also, I also really love working with clay and ceramics and like getting on the wheel and throwing clay and just getting messy and that whole process of starting with like a lump of clay and turning it into something and letting it dry a little and carving into it and then glazing is a lot of fun too like you put these glazes onto your clay and you you put it in the kiln and you open the kiln and it's almost like christmas because you never really know how it's going to come out and sometimes your color combinations are just really cool and um, look really cool and then sometimes it comes out not at all what you wanted it to come out like so um it's like a surprise. Would you ever consider becoming a ceramics teacher, like specifically for oh, yeah. ceramics? Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. And what was your first year of teaching like? Like how was, how did that go? Um, my first year of teaching, I was at a middle school. Um, so it was, it was interesting. Um, I was doing, um, you know, just a general art type classes. And then I was also yearbook advisor, so, um, yearbook is a beast uh, and it's very stressful and it has a lot of work to go with it um, but it was kind of cool because it helped me be more outgoing and have to like contact the teachers about stuff and have to know about like all the different um, things going on at the school the sports and the drama stuff and just having people be there taking pictures and um, so that was kind of interesting and then you know just getting used to teaching in general like having to be the one in charge and um, just work, you know, working your lessons and getting the kids to do different stuff was really cool. Um, and I liked the general art in, you know, middle school. I, I did have a kiln and I did have ceramic stuff too. And um, so I did different units on ceramics. I did different stuff with drawing and painting. Um, but it was definitely a learning curve. Um, you know, you kind of learn but from mistakes sometimes <laughs> with, when you're teaching. Um, but it was it was interesting year. How do you think the dynamic of teaching middle school art um, differs from like high school art? Uh, I think a lot of it is just maturity level of the kids. Um, I think middle school you have kids who 
they might not be confident enough in it or they might still want to play like this role of a jokester and and kind of goof off a little bit more than once you get like juniors and seniors they're a little bit more mature and um and you can have more adult type conversations with them talk about like college and talk about careers and talk about things like that where middle school um their life is a roller coaster because of what's going on with them personally so um it's it's the maturity level is I think the biggest difference do you have a favorite between the two or do oh I love high school okay yeah (laughs) for sure and so far (laughs) if you can go back would you teach middle school or straight high school um I like I said I really like high school um before coming to Lakeside I was doing K through 12 so I was doing middle school and high school and um, I, I, I preferred the high school, I, I really do. Um, it's, I think middle school is a good starting point as a starting teacher, because high school kids, you know, you guys are almost like little adults, so that can be more intimidating as a teacher, um, especially when you're just learning. And, you know, I, was, I used to be really shy and quiet, so as a teacher, I have to be loud, and I have to, you know, talk a lot more and things like that. Um, and middle school, sometimes you have to be a little bit more strict than high school because that's middle school yeah what was your first year or this year basically being your first year of teaching high school how has that been for you so far um this year I feel like doesn't count (laughs) (laughs) um I feel like this year I mean it's not my first doing high school because I've been doing high school you know four years before coming here but it um this year teaching from a distance high school has been really hard. Um, I feel like I I don't know my students as much as I really would like to know them. Because um, in the art room, that's like you can talk and socialize. So usually I'd be walking around the classroom and have conversations with kids while they're working. And um, it could be about what we're doing in class or about you know any old little thing. Like I, I love how my kids sometimes my students will um, teach me about things like I'll be like oh well who's that band or who's that and they'll be like oh have you never heard of this and you've never heard of this this type thing so I'm like you guys got to keep me young I don't know what that is you got to tell me like so I feel like I miss out I've missed out on that a lot this year um, having to do it all from a distance and not not getting to know my students as much as I really really would like to know them on a personal level Uh, can you talk a little about how you found Lakeside High School um, I, you know, my school that I was at before here, I was at a charter school in Hemet, and it closed for permanently um, last June. And um, I was, I lived in Marietta, so I was kind of just applying to different jobs in the area. And um, um, when I actually interviewed for Lakeside, um, they were interviewing at one of the middle schools here in Lake Elsinore and for Lakeside at the same time. Um, and they asked me, like, would I want to be in middle school or high school? And I was kind of like, high school? <laughs> like, um, so that's kind of how I found Lakeside. And I'm excited to get to know, you know, other teachers more and actually be on campus and, and, and socialize. Um, but, yeah, I'd like, I mean, this year counts, but at the same time, this year has just been really hard, I think, on everyone. What's your plan as far as, like, the rest of your career? Like, do you always just want to, like, do you want to continue to be an art teacher 
until you retire. I know for some teachers, they, like, dream of, like, being an administrator of the district. (laughs) I have no desire to do administrative stuff. I want to be a teacher. I want to work with the kids. That's that's my plan. That's my goal. Do you still do art outside of high school, like, teaching high school? Um... Yeah, I do. I do painting at home, um, a little bit of drawing, but mostly painting, like oil oils on canvas and stuff like that. Um, I haven't really sold any artwork probably since college. I used to put stuff in galleries and things like that in college, but um, now it's just more for me. Or like I'll do paintings for people and give them as gifts and stuff like that. What was that art selling experience in college like? Why did you um, end up selling art, and what was that experience like? Um, it was it was a cool experience when somebody buys your artwork or um, people commissioned me to do paintings for them or things like that. So it, it was a cool experience just because you're like, oh, somebody likes my creation, um, and and. I putting stuff up in galleries you never know you know you some stuff I put up and I put a really high price tag on it was because I was like I spent so much time on it and if I'm gonna part ways with this painting um somebody's got to pay a lot of money for it so I I did sell one for about two thousand dollars which I was like oh my gosh it's sold I can't (laughs) believe it's sold like I I was so excited um so it was a cool experience and I I just haven't really I it's kind of like teaching you you spend so much time creating lessons and doing stuff like that that I just haven't had time to to create my own paintings in a while so what was the longest time you spent on a painting uh, it depends um if I kind of go into it and know what I'm doing like if I'm you know say I have a picture that I'm gonna go off of I can do that painting a lot quicker so maybe a couple weeks um if I'm because I, I do paint, if I'm doing my own style, I like to paint surrealism. And I usually will do like these underwater surrealistic scenes. And sometimes if I'm going into it, I'm kind of like, well, I think I'm going to do this here. And I think I'm going to do this here. But I'm not sure what like what I'm going to do in this area. So that might take me a couple months because I'm like, I don't know. Like inspiration has to strike and then I can finish it. But. Do you have any paintings that you've ever done or any pieces of art that you've ever done that you're going to keep for the rest of your life because of its sentimental value or because of its importance to you? Oh, yeah. I have my walls at home have a lot of paintings on them. And I don't see myself putting them in a gallery because I, I like them and I've spent a lot of time. Um, <clears throat> one, like one of the first paintings I worked with oil because I used to do acrylics. Um, so when I switched over to oil paints, I did like the starfish painting that... I don't, I, it looks like the picture. It looks like you could go over and pick up the starfish off the canvas, which is one, it's one of my favorites. Do you paint like mainly like creative paintings or do you have any from like straight from your heart or like stuff like that? Um, when I'm painting like my surrealism scenes, I'll kind of find images and work off of images and then shift like change them into things so like I'll turn turtles into cellos or things like that um if I'm painting emotionally um or just kind of create creating out of nothing kind of thing I usually will work with like watercolors and India ink and just kind of bah, let the colors mix and let the colors kind of be themselves and if it turns into something it turns into something if not like it's just the act, even just like the act of painting sometimes gets out emotion and 
expression. What inspires your work? Like what gives you um, the inspiration to either do a painting or whatever pieces of art that you're doing? Um, I think just sometimes my mood. Um, and then sometimes if I'm kind of like, you know, like have a weird dream or something like that, then I'll be like, oh, that would be cool painting or that, that was a really cool dream. Like I want to see it on a, on a canvas. I don't know. When you're not doing art, what, what do you do in your free time? Oh, um, I mean, I hang out with my dog and stuff like that. I, I, uh, I go to the gym a lot. <laughs> not very exciting, but you know, I like to work out and things like that, or <clears throat> even just like nature stuff, like hiking, um, <clears throat> weather permitting, beach stuff. Um, this time of year, I start thinking about snowboarding and wanting to go up to Mammoth. So, so like the outdoors and everything. Oh yeah. Have you always liked being outside and, and doing stuff like that, or was there a time where like you um, realized your passion for it? I mean, I, <clears throat> as a teenager, not, <clears throat> excuse me, not so much. Um, and then I, I did go to like a, a wilderness type thing in after, after my junior year, so the summer before my senior year. And I went and roughed it a little bit in the mountains in Georgia. And um, it was so beautiful out there and just kind of getting away from technology and worrying about, you know, how you smell and how you look and like you know just living out in the woods for a little while um definitely kind of just changes your perspective how long were you out there for um almost two months yeah what do you think your biggest takeaway from that experience was um i think it was a lot of just change of perspective and like you know some some things that you think are so important when you really get down to it, like you don't really matter. Like some things that, you know, in our day-to-day life that we think are so important and following the schedule and following this and, and when it really comes down to it, like, you know, all you really need is like food, water, shelter kind of thing, like what you really need and kind of getting back to basics. And Do you think that that's affected how you've been able to deal with this whole coronavirus pandemic situation? <gasps> like being able to, to understand that the things the way things are a little bit maybe um I mean I hadn't really connected the two but yeah I mean there's some things that's like I know it's it is like perspective and getting down to basics like what you really need versus what you think you need uh, or want or kind of things um but I think I think I like everyone else out there have had my moments of really emotional times during these last few months and just trying to stay strong and trying to stay level and deal with it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> do you enjoy traveling? Um, I do. I, I don't necessarily travel a whole lot. I haven't really been that many places. Um, mostly just states and, just, you know, within the United States, really. Hawaii I've been to a couple times, which is cool. Um, but I would love to travel more someday. <laughs> Do you have a favorite place that you vacation or that you've vacationed to before? Um, I mean, Mammoth is pretty cool. Winter time, summertime, I love Mammoth. Um, or even just like 
kind of areas around LA and beaches around there. Um, Ventura is kind of nice. What was one th- or what are the things that you missed out doing due to COVID? I've missed out doing. Um, I think we t- touched on it a little bit, just having the routine of going to going to work and going to school and seeing my students and kind of missing that. And then um, my family a lot. Like my my parents are pretty high risk, so they've really been home this whole time. And I've gone to visit them and brought them groceries and things like that and kind of hung out on the front porch and visited that kind of way. But um, I haven't really gone to any big family gatherings, which is rough because my family is huge. So I... I miss stuff like that, and I had a couple nieces get married this year that I didn't go to their weddings because it was, you know, I would would have had to travel, <clears throat> and so I kind of missed out on stuff like that. Are you close with your family? Some of them. I mean, some more than others. My family is huge. Um, I'm, you know, the ninth of ten kids, so there's a lot of us, and um, some some live farther away than others, but we're all pretty, like, pretty pretty close. What was it like growing up as the ninth of 10 kids? (laughs) It was never a dull moment in our house. Um, There was always something going on. Um, I mean, I think of when I was little, there's always somebody to play with. There's always, you know, somebody to fool around with, play with, whatever um, kind of thing. But now as adults, it's a lot of fun too, just because we can get together and laugh and joke about some of the stuff we did growing up. And... um, and and now they you know my siblings have a lot of kids too so just watching my nieces and nephews grow up and um it's just fun inside jokes I guess did any of them take the same path with art or even education that you did um not so much with art like my oldest brother he was in a, a, a punk band really when I was a kid growing up so he's a musician and um he did that kind of performing arts and then my oldest sister she did performing arts stuff um choreography and she actually is a teacher as well so I have I have two sisters who are teachers also um are you most of you guys close in age or how's the age difference um from well from the youngest to the oldest is 20 years so it's kind of like a 20 year span um but then it's like every we're we're all almost about two years apart do any of your siblings enjoy going outdoors as much as you do? Uh, I used to drag my sister um, <laughs> on hikes a lot. Um, so, you know, she I think she liked it. And we, she got into hiking a little bit, too, um, when she was living in Tehachapi. So I used to go out and meet her out there. And she had a couple trails that she liked going on that I would go on with her. So you say you like um, hiking and the outdoors. Does that have an impact on your love for art? Oh, definitely. That's, I mean, like my, you know, surrealism scenes, like I do do like mountain scenes too. So like using, you know, I'll find cool trees on the trail and take pictures of them and and use them in my artwork and stuff like that. So definitely I, I reflect nature in my paintings. Do you go with like desert camping or outdoor? Um, I haven't, I haven't ever gone to really in the desert camping. Um, like I said, I used to go camp up in Mammoth and then I liked beach camping a lot. Um, there's a site, uh, called Thornhill Broom in kind of, it's kind of near Malibu. Um, but like you can set up your tent, like right on the sand. 
So I, I used to go to that that set a lot. Um, it was pretty cool. And then sometimes we would do um, what's called a pit fire for ceramics, and like in the metal, like metal um, fire pit things, you would place your pieces and and you would could wrap them in different like seaweed or different types of metals and powders, and um, build like a huge fire around it and then once the fire cools you end up with like really cool like smoke patterns and different designs on your ceramic pieces which was pretty cool. What do you hope that your students like since you're an art teacher what do you hope that your students take away from your art like more than just like the skills like do you? Um, I think for me a big thing for them is just to learn learn to try new things and kind of be open to that experience of because I know sometimes like kids will be like, oh, I'm not good at drawing. I'm not good at that. And I, and I, and I don't want you to necessarily, you don't have to be good. It's art. There's no right or wrong, but I want you to like kind of persevere through that fear of thinking that you're not good at something and just try it anyways. And you might surprise yourself. You might end up hating it, but I still just want you to try and kind of see just cause life can be hard. And sometimes you think you're not good at something. Um, but you gotta just try. So would you recommend to your students to, or even if they're not your students in particular, would you recommend that students take art classes at some point in their life? Definitely. Yes, definitely. Even if you don't think you're artistic, like it's just a good way, a different way of thinking about something and just um, opening yourself up to the possibilities of creating and using your you know, not not even just digital, like, you know, using your body to make something, writing something, drawing something. Um, I think it's just a different way of thinking. Back to Ron's question, like, um, you influence students to take an art class. What if you can only draw stick figures? That's okay. We can, we can work with that. Like, that's what, you know, if you can only draw stick figures, then I'm going to teach you how to do other stuff and how to turn that stick figure into a real figure or... You know, like I said, there's really no right or wrong with art as long as you're trying and kind of working through that. What's your music of choice um, for setting the mood for your classroom? Um, I like I like something that maybe isn't necessarily too fast, um, just because I I know for myself if I'm creating and I have on like some heavy metal or something, I'm gonna be like really drawing hard or painting hard or just just you know something that has a nice kind of flow to it. Um, sometimes I like kids kids pick as long as it's, you know, school appropriate, um, that kind of thing. Um, but really, you know, some kind of rock or al- alternative, I guess, um, is usually what I'll be playing. Do you listen to music when you paint or when you do art outside oh, yeah. of school? Oh, yeah. What's your music of choice um, for that? I'll listen, I mean, I'll listen to music, and then sometimes I listen to audiobooks as well, just because I, I like listening to audiobooks. But, um, yeah, so I, I mean, when I'm working, I usually will listen to, like, you know, rock or alternative. Um, sometimes I'll, you know, just kind of, I like that guitar instrumental type feel sometimes. Just depends on my mood and what I'm creating, I guess. But it's kind of like if you're driving and you turn on really angry, fast music, you're going to drive a lot faster than you should, so... You know, I, <laughs> oh no, I can't, I can't listen to that kind of music while I drive. Cause then I'm like <laughs> driving angry. So, you know, set the mood, set the tone and, and kind of create. We really appreciate you coming and sharing today. It was great to hear from you and all that you had to um, share with us. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Make sure you subscribe on the Spotify and stay tuned.
for our next guest next Sunday. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at High School Transcript. And for our students, if you have any questions for our upcoming guests, make sure you send it our way. Um, also, to our seniors, we will be having um, student-interviewed podcasts um, where Mr. Flannery and Mr. Wimpenny will be interviewing students. So stay tuned for more information on that. This is your host. It's been great hosting you guys. This is Rowan. I'm Braden. Thank you, Ms. Jagger. You got it. <laughs>